This is the MDRT Podcast. How do you talk about challenging topics like succession planning with staff and clients? During a recent conversation at MDRT headquarters... Jean Matthew, Manchester, New Hampshire. Dominique Shu, Gympie, Australia. Andy Lord, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Discussed what elements people don't talk about as much as they should and how they approach them in their practice. Easy for me, it's succession planning. At my age, I guess I have to admit I'm a mature practitioner. I get questions from clients often about what happens when I retire, or when will I retire, or what happens if I'm killed? Do I have that in good order? And the answer is the continuation plan and the disaster plan are in good order, but there is no real plan for success. You know, there's a plan for me going out the door feet first, but not walking out the door successfully retired. And in my interviews, you know, again, as part of this task force and talking to the guys that I spoke with and just knowing what's going on in the industry, I think that uh, the industry is in a state of shock and awe. You know, they know it's an issue, but they haven't uh, wrapped their arms around it or their minds around it and taken action. And I realize that for every client that's asking me about my succession plan, there's probably 15 who are thinking about it, but not asking. So I think that that's a really near crisis level problem in our industry and look forward to developing some tools to help our members out with that. One of the issues I see is valuation, too. A lot of the businesses don't have a way of valuing their company or their business on a way. So most people will, if they do say they know what it's worth, they don't know why they think that or they haven't substantiated it. So I think a lot of business owners and their business plan don't have a formal way of valuing their business, which is the basis of a lot of their long-term planning. I would agree with Andy for sure that succession planning is a big deal that kind of goes under the cover a little bit. But the other one I would add is the idea of some industry-specific financial metrics that can be looked at or applied to for financial planning businesses. So things like number of staff per set amount of revenue, number of clients per advisor, those sorts of things where And I understand it differs for different business models and also different regions, but taking it down that next level so you can really compare, well, is my business as efficient as it can be while it's operating this space? I don't think that always gets looked at as closely as perhaps it could. I have a story about business valuation, and I learned a great back-of-the-envelope valuation technique. And the idea is that you put yourself in the uh, mindset that uh, one of your friendly competitors or perhaps the firm down the street comes into the office and announces that they want to buy you. What is the first number that goes through your head? And then put yourself in the mindset that you're in divorce court and about to uh, lose half of your value and what is the number that then comes into your head for business valuation. And the uh, true value of your business is somewhere between the two. What is something you've done in your office to address these elements that you think should be discussed more? We definitely speak to the team a lot about our goals and objectives for the year and beyond. And it's one of those old MDRT adages, what you think about comes about. So in the beginning of the year, if we can uh, go through a list of projects that we're trying to take on as a team, it just sets the attitude and the mindset to move in that direction. 
And I think that that's what allowed us to be able to nail down the continuation plan. That's what allowed us to uh, nail down the disaster plan. That and the fact that we knew the regulators would be taking a peek at it. And now we march on to the succession plan. So it's a matter of just prioritizing the goal and realizing how important it is to our clients that it be handled with grace and dignity and professionalism and letting everybody in the office participate in that process. Yeah. We have clients that have asked us, well, what happens if something happens to you? And so we found that our clients definitely want to know our business succession plan. But we've also found that our staff wants to know that as well, what's going to happen to us. So in having those conversations in the office, we're really putting our staff's mind at ease to know that we're thinking ahead enough for them that they're going to be taken care of if something happens. So... It's been real beneficial to have those conversations in the office. We proactively bring it up. And part of it is that I have a family-run business, so we sit around the table. And at one time, Steve and I were a second marriage. We actually brought the one child from each of us there in their 20s. We brought our, our eldest kids into the room. It just happened to be that those two were independent and financially savvy. And we brought them in for a family meeting where we laid everything out and said, here's where everything is, here's what will happen. So even at that young age, they, in their 20s, they really had a clear understanding of what would happen if something were happened to us from a business succession stand and from an estate planning standpoint. So we made sure that all those pieces were in place. Well, my son was working with me, and we really wanted to know if our clients are asking that question, we want to bring that to our staff. So at one of our staff meetings, we scheduled a specific time to go through this, and we went through that plan with the staff as well so that they could see what will happen. So it was proactive. So I would definitely discuss the business plan with my staff as well. And on top of that, I would one by one kind of explain to them how they fit into that and where their career can fit into that. So, for example, if they have personal goals of wanting to be an advisor or earning X amount of dollars per year, whatever it is that motivates them or they have as their goal, we would look at, okay, well, what do you have to achieve along a certain time frame for you to get exactly what it is what you want and also how does that fit into or how that fits into what the business plan is. So our goal would be certainly to hang on to good quality people for a long period of time and also provide them with planning around their career so that they can see, yes, there is a long-term plan here for them. Because we always talk about, well, the lifetime value of a client is high, but the lifetime value of an employee is also high. So that can't be forgotten as well. Thank you for listening to this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, find us on SoundCloud and iTunes at MDRT Podcast. We'll see you next time.